This week on Rails and Mysteries, Gwyneth Appleton visits the Healing Cavern Tabernacle, Avis Osborne gets the keys to Old Frigg, Aaron Aronson studies electronics, and Agent Erickson borrows a car. Uh, last time we left off uh, with you all piled in the van. What is its name? Old Frigg? Yes, and Old Frigg. you were following Professor Jane Lackler back to her office at the Ozark uh, College of Mines. And I, I think we should sort of take up when you are in her office. All right. If that makes sense, if you know, yeah. no one had other ambitions. No, no I, I think we're no, that works. good. That okay, good. so you are ushered from the parking lot um, through, you know, some typical college quadrangles and stuff like that, um, an experimental, you know, student garden area and all sorts of just, you know, statuary, you know, statues to mine, miners and stuff like that into the metallurgy building. And she leads you up a couple flights of stairs, um, past some laboratories with, I have, I don't know if any of you have ever been in a mining or metallurgy lab before, but, you know, there's going to be lots of um, different milling equipment to, you know, grind down your ore samples and um, lots of, you know, fun acids and, and such to, uh, you know, apply to the different minerals. Um, because this is an experimental lab, like this isn't, you know, they're not processing ore, but they're experimenting with new processes. So it's like a mix extract. between a, like, mechanical shop and a chemistry lab? Uh, yes, very much so. Okay. Um, it is like that. Um, and you go up to the, her office on the third floor, and inside her office, it is just um, a desk, of course, stacked full of papers, both on metallurgy and on cryptozoology. And um, she sits down behind the desk, gestures for the four of you to take the two chairs she has on the other side of her desk <laughs> and says, okay, you guys seem to know what you're doing even though you almost screwed up my last investigation. Well, well at least you didn't die, so you could... Yeah. We did save your and life. And we did find what was going on, so... Well... You are the best of the lot I've encountered so far. So I did not get to learn as much as I would have liked about that creature. But still, you did have some abilities. So I wanted to talk to you about Momo. Yes. And I want to talk to you about this. And she slapped down the flyer she'd waved at you before. Um, and it reads, Upright Citizens Council meeting tonight! With an exclamation point uh, afterwards. Uh, seven o'clock, another exclamation point. Uh, healing Cavern Tabernacle. Join us to drive the perfidious abomination away. And Lackler looks at you and says, so what are we going to do about it? Well, I have to say I'm slightly intimidated by the lot. Um, not because they are carrying knives, though that is concerning. Um, the, the leader seemed far too... 
aware of certain supernatural effects that he should not be capable of being aware of. There's something afoot here. Jane Lackler harumphs and says, anybody with eyes is aware, young person. Um, I, I, I meant more specifically that I did some snooping around his head and he seemed aware of it. You did what? I... <laughs> I agree that... Are you snooping in my head? Not at the moment. Stop snooping in my head. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing anything at the moment, ma'am. She waves her hands around and makes some gestures and says, Get out of my head. I'm not in your head. <laughs> so. I, at this point, I look at Lacro in the eye and whisper, Don't worry. She's not in her head, our heads all the time. I've thought some really weird things on the route and I haven't got a reaction from her. I only go snooping when I'm looking for very specific information. In particular, I thought this guy might have some idea where Momo was. He didn't really, other than it's around town, which was why we were in town looking for it. Okay, well then, I'll have to take your word for it. She looks at you with the sort of piercing gaze. But I mean If it. they want... If they want to just drive this creature out of town, I mean... They want to kill it, I think, is the problem. Eh, well, that, that would be not good. Yeah. But I'm okay. This creature needs to go back to its forest. Yes. Exactly. It's under protection. Exactly. That's what Lackler says. And it needs to go back to its forest, and she opens up a drawer in her desk, and she pulls out a big uh, anklet like people might wear if they're, say... Um, on parole or something, and she says, and it needs to You're go back to track this with a tracker on it. No, I don't think that's necessary. Um, oh, it is necessary. That's why I brought you here. <laughs> yeah, but it's an endangered species it, that it, we're trying to protect. What? We can protect them but, better if we know more about them. Isn't yeah. that somebody else's job? But interference? It, then if yes, it gets it, out, we, we have men on this. That's what I thought. Yeah, but if I it gets it, out, we need to know where it is, right? So a tracker would solve that problem. Yeah. I don't think yeah. that's wise. I, I think that the people assigned to protecting these creatures wouldn't want outside technology on them. Well... As the people watching over these creatures, I would agree. <laughs> well, if we don't do something, they, and she points to the flyer, are going to kill it. Yeah. And if we're moving it, I'm putting my tracker on it. You can attempt to. We're still trying to try to get this thing out of there. I don't really care yeah. if it has the tracker on it or not. Yeah. If you want... How are we even going to transport it? You have a van. I can't fit it in my old Saturn, but your van can carry it. Yeah, it probably can. I was thinking about that. But yeah. it smells. So does the van. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Hey, now. Ujifisk is the greatest of worse. all scents. <laughs> so, here is what you lot need to do. And if we you, do this for you, what are you going to do for us? You'll get some small share of, you know, my, my paper that I'm going to publish in cryptozoology today. You can be, no, well, No, I, I don't want authors. my name on that. I, not at all. <laughs> I mean. we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that later. You will get some glory. I will get knowledge, and you'll save Momo. I'm all for If you put a tracker on Momo, 
that is just another way for these people to and point to the flyer to find him after and we say And also something. find the rest of them. Well, and then Jane Lackler shakes her head and says, they don't have my frequency. But it's they just could. a frequency. It's Other people a possibility. can find that frequency. It is a coded frequency hopping military grade transmitter and receiver that I have. They'll never crack it. But if it's military grade and you got a hold of it, why wouldn't I they built be able it. to? I built it, young lady. Okay. Wait, you can build military grade frequency hoppers? I'm a professor. Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I think we I should trust the science lady. Of metallurgy, though. Like, what? I mean, she clearly I is dabble. multi-talented. I dabble. So do do I. That doesn't mean that I can do everything related to the supernatural. You'll have to work on it then. You're still young. You have time. We need to stop wasting time, though. Agreed. Now, what is our plan? Let's put something together here. Well, I have a plan to trap Momo. You can help with that or not. But I definitely think someone needs to go to this Upright Citizens Council meeting. Well, I think we might have blown our cover on that. Yeah, it definitely can't be me. It can't be me. I I have not had a bad interaction with these folks yet. That's (laughs) true. It sounds like you're the only one who really has. You talked to them, didn't you? I did. I I stood up for them. Yes, but you're friends with... Our charlatan friend here. As yeah, this is true. Professional psychic, actually. You're a charlatan. I don't care what you are. You need to figure out what these yahoos are doing to Momo. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. So. I think Appleton and I should take point on the meeting. All right. And well. then... Me and Aaron will work on helping our friend Professor here uh, with the trap. Indeed. I can use the help. I have that sounds agreeable. Ideas. What do you have in mind for this trap? She leans over and she puts her hands together in front of her face and she says, I have a garden. Oh, good. We need one of those. Tell me more. Leading with my hands in front of my face, mirroring her. She kind of is rubbing her hands together now, and she's saying, I knew with the uptick of occurrences this summer that Momo would come out of the forest again. I knew it. So I started planting that well, we call it an experimental garden so that we can apply for grants, but <laughs> it's full of the things that I, my studies tell me Momo's like best. It has Wait. squash, and it has tomatoes, and it has watermelons. Right. It will be irresistible to Momo once she smells it. Okay. But how did he know Momo was going to come out because of all the other activity? <sighs> I'm a professor. If you look yeah, at... That's not the same as being a psychic. If you read 
the past records, you know that when there is an uptick in supernatural occurrences around Rails End, Momo frequently gets driven out of the woods because whatever is in the woods that causes the uptick of the supernatural activities, Momos try to flee from. But, but wasn't last time a, a, a forest fire occurred? That, there hasn't been anything like that. It's not always a forest fire. There's I mean, what was it before then? I've done research on this. I, I'm trying to understand what you seem to. There was, oh, it was more than a hundred years back. No, not quite a hundred years back. Oh, maybe, what was it, around the World War? There was a fire that drove some Momos back, mm-hmm. but what do you suppose made that fire happen? Could be practically anything. Exactly. It was a supernatural effect. Then, that, that is not times, the same thing. There were times before when there would be extra lights in the sky, and then Momo comes out. There's been times where there's been reports of howlers in the woods, and then Momo comes out. There's been times where there's, well, people saying haints or ghosts in the woods, and Momo comes out. Whatever's going on in those woods, Momo doesn't like it. That's why once we get her tagged with our tracker, we're going to have to take her to the far side of the forest so that maybe she can be away from whatever's causing her trouble on this side of the forest. That's a very good point that, that has just been brought up. Do we know where the Momos are supposed to be in the forest? Um, would I know that as uh, EPA? What well, not? I think you do not know that because you haven't learned about this other than that they're endangered and protected. Um, mm-hmm. That is certainly something you could probably talk to uh, your agency about. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you do now have a cell phone that has your director, director on, on speed dial. dial number two. But not number That's one. That's true. Definitely not number Just one. Um, yeah, I'll step outside the room and uh, hit number two. Okay. And it rings, and it rings, and you're about to give up. And then you suddenly have a, uh, 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 um, Hello? Hello, uh, sir? Yeah, who, who, who the hell is this? Uh, Agent Erickson reporting. Agent er- oh, oh, Agent Erickson. Now, you're, you're not due for a report. What, 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 what you got going on? I have a request for information on the Momo situation. Okay, well, I, I, I may, may have information, maybe not. What, what do you need? Where in this forest am I supposed to release this Momo? Where does it belong, if you knew? Well, um, just anywhere in, well, it's called, it's the State Forest Department there, the Missouri Forestry Department, but um, anywhere in that forest would do. Also, I have recently uh, learned of possibly more supernatural occurrences happening in this side of the forest. Well, um, that's that's why you're you're there, Erickson, um, <clears throat> investigating supernatural, you know, monsters. It's right there in the name. Would you like me to continue to investigate the Momo and then also the forest spook? Yes, yes. That's that's why you're there. That yes, investigate. 
Very well, sir. Erickson out. And I'll hang up. Yep. Yep. Kids these days. Of course, I want you to investigate. But you don't hear that because you've already hung up on Yes, this is a clip elsewhere. Why does he always sound like he's waking up after eating a heavy meal? <laughs> I think because he's all, always okay. eating heavy meals and then napping. Yeah, I think that's constantly how you catch him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, and I, I just spoke to the director. Uh, oh, just before uh, you get into that, I can tell you that you have probably got access to maps based on the forest information there. Mm-hmm. So I will just give you the bit of information that I think it would be fair for you to have been aware of in mm-hmm. terms of the uh, forest service land, that yep. it begins at basically the southern boundary of Rails End, and it goes south to the Little Fork River where you had your adventures previously. Mm-hmm. And then the river forms the southern boundary of the uh, Forest Service land for a good distance to the west. And because of the way the river runs, it is considerably, the forest is considerably uh, longer from north to south as you Mm -hmm. get further west. So you're sort of on the corner of, there on rails and you're on the corner of sort of the smallest section of the forest it gets considerably bigger as you go south and west right so around the northeast corner yes all right well um so i just talked to the director uh we've got no idea where this momo is supposed to be Um, other than like a general area of the forest somewhere correct uh but there are people watching over him also uh we got another job. We're going to start investigating this wood to see what's spooking these things. All right. That seems like getting to the root of the problem, which would be a good idea. At this point, Jane Lackler is sort of staring at you and says, what do you think I've been doing all these years, young man? Professing. <laughs> <laughs> and studying. Uh, so, what? More of a field researcher, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, at this point, um, I, I think that what is it? It's probably you started off with this little adventure in the morning with yeah. the morning radio, but several hours have passed. Yeah, because we've been going around town, and then we had to yeah. drive out to the school here, and we've been talking. So it's, I mean, it's afternoon by now. Yeah, I think it's in. In the early afternoon, um, and you've got this meeting that at least two of you were planning to go to at seven. At seven, yep. um, and then two of you are going to help Jane Lackler, and uh, she says to you, "Well, we'll need to get our trap ready this evening. If we can trap this Momo while the Tabernacle's meeting, that'll be all the better." All right, and we're going to need a van to transport it, right? Yes, I need your van to transport it. Okay, well, that's going to be a snag. I'll toss my keys to uh, Avis. Okay. (laughs) Be nice to her. I'll try. While they're doing this, I'm going to pull Aaron to the side. Okay. Okay. So out in the hallway. 
Yeah. Yeah. We, um, I'm going to take a look around and make sure the others aren't are like are busy with the van. Um, and then turn to Aaron and say, "We have new orders from the sect." Yes, the sect. Pr- praise be the sect. <laughs> Our job is to butcher the Momo and send its parts back for magical purposes. Okay. I, mean, I, I ain't much of a butcher. <laughs> Good thing I've been trained. So I'm guessing... But I will need your help. Since you are going to be working on this trap, uh, just be aware for opportunity to make sure that we can follow the Momo after it's been released. Mm. So So your plan is to catch the Momo after they think it's been released successfully? Yes. Mm. It's always time for a good old... We've got to get better dimensions for the tracker and an old switcheroo on him. It's not a bad idea. If you can still somehow make that work, that wouldn't be bad. Or if we could even put the tracker on it and get the receiving radio, right? Yeah. I've done some business like this in the past. All right, Aaron. This is your first real test as my helper. Good luck to you. Thank you. Good luck to you with the knife people. Try not to get stabbed. <laughs> oh, if they stab me, I'll just hurt them back. Okay, try and get stabbed then and sort them all out. So you can officially business them out the way. <sighs> okay. Why did Aaron turn into, like, a 1920s crime boss. Hmm. Yes. Alan's just embracing the lifestyle of crime. <laughs> That's what he thinks of when he thinks of, like, real hard yeah. crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. He changes his persona based on what he thinks will make him the coolest for the time of the situation he's in. That's fair. Yeah, yeah well, and I think that's a uh, valuable yeah. skill for your, I guess we'll loosely yeah. call it job. Pursuit. Yes. Pursuit, yes. <laughs> so... Hope you're enjoying today's episode of Rails and Mysteries. If you are, give us a review or a rating on your favorite podcatcher. And remember to subscribe. If you want to hear the latest news, follow us on Twitter, at Rails and Mystery. And remember to spread the word to your friends and family members about this crazy little story we're telling. Now, back to the show. Okay. Uh, Anything, let's just say you have... Oh, three to four hours until this meeting that's been called. So if we have the van, how are you guys getting back to town? Got it. Yeah. Oh, do you want to drive him over and I'll work with Lackler on this? We got the Saturn. I mean, if you don't mind, Professor. She glowers at you. You want them to go to the meeting. You need the van. She glowers at you now and she says (laughs) fine and she hands you some keys and they uh, the keychain has like a a funky little pentagram and it's got (laughs) 
Then a second little key, chain, key ring hanging off of the little pendant that's got like a flying saucer on it. And then she's got a, <laughs> an I want to believe on there as well. So there's like more um, key ring like pendants and dumafladgers than there are keys. Okay. It has a single key, Saturn key and all these other things. So it won't fit in a pocket. Okay. Um, I'm also going to get dressed in my... Uh, like jeans, a flannel, uh, one of those like uh, under the arm holsters for my so, pistol. So I'm not going to tell you you can't wear a flannel, but I am going to tell you that this is like officially in canon the Tuesday after Labor Day. It's hot. And so it's probably about 86 degrees for a high. A short sleeve plaid it is. <laughs> yeah. <that was> <laughs> <laughs> um, still, uh, under the arm holster, okay. and I'm going to remove a wooden, a certain wooden box from the van. Okay. Oh, damn. Okay. I suspect I know which wooden box that is, and are you putting I that in the Saturn? I am bringing it into the Saturn. <laughs> okay. Please don't blow up things. Oh, it's just in case. <laughs> it's okay. And well, you don't want the Momo to accidentally, you know, do anything in the van. We probably should have gutted it. Otherwise, well, it's still gonna It'll stink. Okay. I'll, I've I've had a clean old frig deep clean it before. Things get messy when you hunt you monsters. Have? I'm sure you realize that by now. I spent a month out hunting this monster, forgetting that I had left uh, some fresh lutefisk in there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it was seeping through the walls. Mm-mm-mm. That's good stuff. Uh, so anything else? I mean, are you all just going to want to, like, hang out and take in the... Uh, I want to see how she's intending to actually track them. I understand that the garden yeah. is going to be bait, mm-hmm. but how we're supposed to actually get it into the van, I'm, I'm more curious about, like, what she's thinking on that. Okay. Because so, I have ideas about it, but I want to know what I'm working on. Okay, so um, are you all there examining how the trap plan or, or some of you taking hauling off in the Saturn. I'm just curious to know. I, I thought we were hauling off. Well, and I think, yeah. I think it makes sense like, that wanna... uh, Erickson and Appleton are off getting ready yeah. to go to the, and so yeah. that means we the have... The real officials are gone. Yeah, that means we have uh, Avis and Aaron, yeah. and so... Um, the sidekicks. The A-team. <laughs> exactly. The A-team. So the A-team... Is talking to Lackler, and Lackler is showing um, these gardens. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, in the dead center of the garden, there's a whole bed of luscious zucchini and uh, yellow crooknut squash growing. Okay. And they clearly haven't been harvested in a while because they're just big, thick, and they're big and they're enormous. and around those, then, are some cucumbers growing. And Lackler says, so these are the things that Momos like best. Our watermelons didn't do so well. We got a few of them, she points over there, but mostly these squash, zucchini, cucumbers, that's what Momos like best. So I think that um, we're going to have you two take some of these cucumbers. She has a bag of cucumbers. Okay. And you need to sprinkle a few of them 
out into town on the sidewalk and through the backyards and leave stuff. We're going to leave a trail. Okay. We're going to draw Momo into the garden. Okay. And she's going to see... All of this. All of this luscious zucchini. Yeah. And then she's going to come and she's going to eat the zucchini. Well, yes. Then what? She looks a little sheepish. You don't know? She goes into the shed that's by the garden where okay. the garden equipment is. And she pulls out what looks to be a rifle. Elephant and she says, <laughs> I've got a tranquilizer dart gun. I pretended to want to learn how to hunt big game with one of these in Africa. Okay. We're going to tranquilize Momo. And we're going to take her to the forest with my tracker. Okay. Excellent. Okay, hopefully this will work. If things go wrong, I, I will do my best to contain the creature, but I don't know yeah. about subduing it. That's a little trickier. I'm very good yeah. at trapping I'm, things, but yeah. subduing yeah. them. I'm going to get so my phone out my pocket and set it to record here and then I'm going to try to manipulate Lackland, giving all of the technical details of her tracking system okay. on the grounds of her having scientific curiosity if I pretend to be interested in it and blag back at what she says. Scientists just keep on talking about their ideas. Okay, so um, yeah. I guess to begin with, uh, wh what question are you going to lead with? I'm leaving with, so this tracker of yours, I was really impressed by what you've done. One of my mates back in England's built a very similar system for a gig once, and I'm curious to how your tech compares. All right, so now you'll need to roll manipulate. Roll well for once. Yeah, maybe you'll level up again. I got a 10, so Please. I rolled a 30. Nice. Oh my god. Okay, so um, she shows you the uh, receiver and the transmitter, the transmitter being on the uh, little anklet device. And she says, so... What this does is this anklet has a long-life battery that should be good for uh, a year or more in it. And it powers this transmitter, and it will transmit the GPS coordinates every uh, 15 minutes. And it will do it on an encrypted uh, digital frequency, and it's going to hop within a uh, public band for every transmission. And if you don't have the receiver, and she then points to the receiver that she has, that has the same encryption key in the circuitry. Um, it's not in software, it's in the hardware. Um, you can't decode it, and if you don't know what, what the frequency hopping scheme is, you also won't know what to look for. This is very secure. Yeah. So the only way anyone could possibly crack into your thing is that that exact physical copy of the thing you've made. That's right. Which is why That's I know. Very good security. Which is why I know those tabernacle yahoos ain't going to be able to track Momo. Nah. And you haven't been so stupid as to leave a, a nice blueprint lying around the lab or anything with all the work on someone could steal, have you? She taps her temple and says, "The blueprints are all in here." Excellent. Some fabulous security. Um, while this is happening, I'm flipping through my book, mm -hmm. and I'm sort of finding locations where I might want to scroll down a, a rune or two that would make casting something easier here in the future. Okay. Um, what kind of... 
thing are you thinking of casting? I, I ask that only because I want to make sure that I give you a place that is... Makes sense for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the big one is I want to make sure that I can keep it in the garden, much like how I kept um, our previous... Lawson. Lawson um, yeah. in his own house. I want to set up some of the basic runes to start setting that up. I don't have blood like I did with mm-hmm. him, so it's going to need to be a bit more general, mm-hmm. which would make it take longer to cast usually, but if I set up some of the runes now, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that I'll be able to pull it off. If it's, say, the trank doesn't work mm-hmm. or she misses or something like that, then I can at least contain it to inside the garden. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that makes sense. And so what I can tell you about the garden is it is... Um, Assist a series of raised beds, mm-hmm. and there's the bed that's in the dead center, which has somewhat unusually for a, a garden, you know, been given over to zucchini and squash and cucumbers and a couple of really sad looking watermelons that aren't burying anything. Yeah. Um, and then there's other beds around it, and there are four paths coming in basically at right angles in between other raised beds bearing sure. you know other things that are apparently not as attractive to momos yeah um you know your carrots and stuff like that it's it's pretty much a rectangular with an x marks the stop, spot yes sort of yeah middle bed. and so but these are all raised beds so if you mm-hmm. wanted to put a rune on any of the beds by the sidewalks leading in you certainly could do that if you had some way of applying the rune um, yeah, I have some, like, charcoal and chalk and stuff okay. for marking things so you can up. definitely do that. Yeah, so I'm gonna put on, like, each of the entryways, not the full spell, because that would be very obvious and, like, mm-hmm. difficult and time-consuming, but just some of the basic marks on each of them. So if I need to bar away, I can. Okay. So I think, yeah, there's no role for that yet. No, the, I'm not using magic yet. I'm just planning. <laughs> <laughs> what... This is going on. Yes. I've got sort of an idea. I don't know if it's plausible or not. I'm trying to build something that superficially resembles the tracker okay. so that I could do a switch and then destroy the clone How? and leave something that was convincingly fake wreckage. So it's not designed to trick someone on an inspection, but if I could get a switch done, it wouldn't immediately hatch people out. Okay. Some stuff lying around the shop or something to try and put that together. I don't. I, I think that's an interesting idea, and I think that um, the tracker is probably um, so, yeah. sort of oh the size of a, say a small. Well, I was going to say a small VCR, but you young lot probably don't know I what know a what small VCR like. is. I don't I know, know what a VCR. VCR. Okay, you're not VCR that is. young. You're not that young. Okay, and it's got uh, my Disney an, an antenna that will telescope upwards from the top of it. Um, yep. And it's got then a, a large battery pack on the back of it that, you know, will take, it looks like, D-sized batteries. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to fabricate something like that, um, you can probably poke around in the garden shed a little bit. Yep. T- while Lackler's off, you know, trying to make her uh, uh, vegetables look extra attractive and before she sends you out to drop cucumbers in a bread tr- crumb trail. Yeah. But if you want to look in there, you'll probably have to roll for... Oh, there's not really a good one here. Yeah. Maybe, uh, well, yeah. It's. I think it's probably act under pressure. 
to see if you can find something yeah. in there. And she would apply some serious pressure if she found you snooping around, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so I think that's yeah. a fair a fair rule. Okay. Dice be with me. I rolled a three. That's yes. a failure. Ooh. Yep. So plus my one I got four. That's so a clear thing. As you are poking around in the garden shed, you find a wheelbarrow. You find several hoes and shovels, um, some rakes. Um, you find a potato fork, which is not... Uh, have you ever seen a potato fork in character, Aaron? I'm just curious if you've ever seen one of those. It looks like a little pitchfork. Aaron, yeah. Matt's seen one, Aaron has not. Okay. Um, so you wonder what that is, and you see several you know, clippers and trimmers. Um, a whole bunch of uh, pails and watering buckets, and you see nothing that is rectangular. remotely rectangular. And then all of a sudden, Jane Lackler is in the door of the garden shed, and she says, are you ready to put these cucumbers down? Yes, absolutely. I was totally ready. I was just searching for a good cucumber-placing implement. It's all fine. Let's go. She Think hands you a bag full of cucumbers and says... This here's your cucumber carrying implement. Oh, fantastic. And it's, it's so already full of cucumbers. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I've dreamed of a cucumber carrying implement like this ever since I was a little boy. <laughs> You've made all my dreams come true. <laughs> well, she then says, you need to start dropping these cucumbers from here into the middle of town. Okay. Yes, boss. And off I go. And it's about eh, a mile and a half from where you are at the college to, to the center of town. Okay. Do you need help with that, Aaron? Or do you want to go drop those off on your own? I'm fine dropping these off on my own. All right. Then I can do more prep. I'm fine with that. Don't Lackler, get lost. Blackler hands cool. you a bag of cucumbers and says, better make another trail. Well, fine. <laughs> I make sure that I have the keys on me before I leave so that she can't run off with the van. Probably a good idea. Yeah, I don't think that'd be good. Okay, so you two are dropping cucumbers. Yeah. And I can tell you that townsfolk look at you a little weird, but then they shrug and they go on about their business. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, we've made a weirder reputation than this. It's probably... Yeah, this is not the strangest thing we've done. (laughs) What about you other two? What are you doing? You've got... At this point, maybe an hour or two before this meeting begins, um, are there any other types of preparation or um, research or anything you want to do before the tabernacle meeting begins? Miss Appleton? I want to have, oh, take sorry. A, Go. Well, I want to take a look at the location where this meeting is going to okay. be held. Um, so you... On the flyer that Lackler gave you, it just says um, that it is the Healing Cavern Tabernacle. Uh, But with just a little bit of looking around and recalling that you've heard of this place on the local radio station with the Reverend Brothers morning messages, um, you know that it is south of town, sort of in the direction of where you had your prior adventure with Old Man Lawson and the Gaunt, and um, basically just on the outskirts of town before you get to the Forest Service land. 
And so they're in prime position to go hunting for Momo. Mm-hmm. And they are, I mean, do you, are, are you out there? Are you, like, how are you approaching? Are you trying to park it a ways off and scout it out? Or um, are you just driving by it? What are you doing? I would uh, park, I think. Yeah. And scout it by foot. Yeah, that would be good. I think that makes sense. And as you're getting out of town there, before you get to this building, which, by the way, is um, sort of an old butler building sort of thing, just a, you know, basically a metal building that's been thrown up. And it has on the front of it that's facing the road, it says Healing Cavern Tabernacle. And it's got a sign out front that says, you know, services every day, 7 o'clock p.m. And then below that, you know, it's like a, a sign where you can put the letters on it. It says, Fight the Abomination. What a subtitle. <laughs> um, we already has, fight the Abomination Church. It, it is basically, well, it, you know, it's the, it's the healing cavern tabernacle, but they're very much into fighting <laughs> the Abomination, apparently. And as you get to it, there's other businesses around. There's, um, you know, there's a couple of fast food joints with drive throughs Um... There's an antique shop, um, but it's, there's not a lot of houses around on the south end of town there. All right. Um, as uh, Gwyneth goes to, like, scout a little bit... Yes. Um, Erickson's going to hang back. Uh, so the, uh, the shirt that he's wearing is mm-hmm. kind of long. Yes. Uh, and it's, uh, he wants, it makes, it's long enough to cover up uh, one of the objects from the box <laughs> that he's putting on his belt. Okay. Just one. Okay. And then he also wants to kind of dig through the car and snoop a little bit. Ooh, so that would be an investigate a mystery roll probably. Alright. That is a 12 total. Holy moly. Wow. Um, so, in the car you find a map of the Forest Service land. And it's just a paper map, but written on it in red ink, several locations are marked, mostly near Rails End in the Forest Service land. They are labeled, however, in some sort of written code or text that you don't understand. It's... um, a series of symbols that uh, look like some sort of, well, code for a language. It's, it's uh, you know, a, a, you don't know if it's a simple transposition of English letters into, a, you know, these little angly dotty things. It's basically mm-hmm. a bunch of, you know, angles and dots. Yeah. Um, is it like the code I use to write sometimes? It or? is similar to that. Okay. Just curious. Yeah. Um, and you find that you also find um, a whole bunch of old cassette tapes. They all seem to be like, you know, the original cassette tapes for um, like Chicago. And Does she have a cassette player? Yes, in the van or in okay. the car. Because it's an old Saturn. They came with, it, it came with a cassette it's, deck standard. It's that old. Okay. Yes. 
Um, it's been a while since they've made these. Yeah, I just didn't realize how. And so you have, like, you know, Chicago and Boston and all of the great bands named, named after, after cities. cities are in there. <laughs> okay. Is uh, that it? That's all that you find is interesting. I mean, there's some old French fries that have been there a long time uh, under the I, seats. Um, um, does my flip phone have a camera on it? It does not. <laughs> be really okay. You hmm. probably, however, can try to sketch the map as best as you I'll can. I'll sketch it on my notepad and take a special note of the symbols. Yep, I think that's a good plan. Okay. And I'll tuck it back wherever it was, and then I'll head out and okay. follow Ms. Appleton. All right, and meanwhile, Gwyneth, what are you doing as uh, you're casing the joint? Um, so it's right on the edge of the forest, right? Yes. So first thing, I'm going to check out the forest that's around this building, right? Um, just to see if there's any sign of activity for this Momo hunt and to make sure there are no surprises. Okay, so you're creeping, you're trying to get into the forest, first of all. Yes. And Okay. Um, as you, and I, I think this is not something that you even have to roll for because it's just a thing that's happening, is mm -hmm. that you hear chanting coming from within the forest and oh. you see in the trees ahead of you um, a group of people led by the one you, you now realize is Reverend Brother he's leading them and they're coming out of the forest and they're all chanting as they go come up a path that's very well worn and they proceed into the back door of the tabernacle building. Okay. How long do I have until the meeting starts? Um, you have about an hour at this point. I'm going to go down the path away from the church. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. We've split the party too much, guys. I, I'm, I'm feeling very nervous. Yeah. Four-way split. Let's go. <laughs> okay, then. So you're going down this path and it's beginning to get a little dark. I'm assuming that Gwyneth Appleton isn't someone to get spooked in the woods like this. No, but she is going to make sure her magnum is readily accessible. Okay. And so um, what is, how are you proceeding? You've got your gun at the ready. Um, uh, I'm not going to be on the path directly. Okay but I'm going to be sort of walking parallel to it in the bushes, trying to, like, you know, go slow, make sure no one's coming along the path, um, but also very much trying to make sure that I can see the path well enough to follow it to its end. Okay, and so the path is going deep. Well, you don't know how deep it goes, but it's plunging right into uh, the forest. It's not going, like, along the uh, city limits or anything like that it's plunging deep into the forest and it's going the it follows sort of a ridge top and you're now sort of down the hillside a little bit 
So it's a little difficult to look up the hillside to see where the path is, but you can make out the clearing, and you can tell that it's been traveled a lot. Um, you know, this is very, it's not paved or anything, but it's very well-worn. And as you're going along, um, you, <laughs> well, I, I think you're going to need to roll to act under pressure, and then I can tell you what happens to you. All right. That's <laughs> cool. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, that's going to be an eight. Okay, so that is a mixed success. Which, on an act under pressure, is... Um, you have those... Worse outcome, yep. hard choice, or price to pay. Okay, so here's what is happening. You have uh, a guard that you have not previously seen hiding in the brush between you and the trail. Mm -hmm. And the guard has a sawed-off shotgun um, pointed at you and is pulling the trigger. And you, you hear and see the motion as he's aiming the gun at you. And because of your partial success, you get to, you know, you've seen that he's there and that he's getting mm -hmm. ready to uh, fire at you. And so you then have a choice between these different consequences. So you could um, just take the full force of the shot, but charge up towards where this guard is. That is uh, one option. You could also avoid taking any damage to the shot from the shot but that's going to require you slipping and falling and sliding all the way down the hillside and that's where i came from well you've been sort of following along the hillside but the hillside does slope back more or less towards town and you're not very far out of town at this point no i'll i'll fall down the hill i'll have a a nice graceful slip and tumble. Okay, so the shot goes harmlessly over your head as you slip down the ridge side, um, ultimately coming to a rest in a dry uh, stream bed on, in the valley side. And along the way, you've been snagged in a lot of... Uh, brambles and you've got stickers in all your clothes and you're just an absolute mess and on the hillside above you then you hear a lot of shouting and you hear multiple people shouting you hear a there's someone out there and then you hear a come brothers come sisters we have an invader 